Hello and welcome to this week's RBA Sports Talk podcast. We are the usual RBA people here and I think one of the members here hasn't been on the podcast for a while now. So, Mr. Do you know who I am? Can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, so it's Kay back. I, uh, I've been away for some time and I'm, and I'm back fully recording with the team again. It's been almost six months, roughly, I think. No, yeah, not to six months. It's been about three to four months. Three to four months yeah, since, since, since they heard your voice. Yeah, since everybody heard my voice. But I'm back and, uh, I mean, whatever I have in my head, I'm here to show people who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, KV here balances the equation because then we have two Chelsea fans and two United fans. Even though today's podcast is roughly not going to be mostly about Chelsea and United. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just afraid that the conversation will all be geared towards Bruno Fernandes and that's why I'm here to neutralize that part of <laughs> Bruno Fernandes! <laughs> Alright, let's go on. We'll start with Real Madrid and Barcelona. El Clasico. This question, the question I have doesn't relate to soccer per se, but do we still feel El Clasico is the biggest game? In soccer right now or in football right now um i don't think i don't think it is like <clears throat> after Ronaldo left it's become like you know it hasn't been it hasn't had that intensity it's it's hard for like a year now mm-hmm. but yeah, the last couple of um El classical matches i don't know they've been dragged yeah dull. yeah but t- today's was was good it was like a good game it was yeah it was i think the second half stepped down the first half was kind of drab but do you think liverpool versus man city is a much bigger game right now than real madrid versus barcelona well i believe i believe it's it's i would say i would agree with that i'd agree that Liverpool man city is a much bigger game i mean then again just to add to what mark said a classical um previously there was a point where people used to say about the anticipation Mostly because we have players like Ronaldo, Messi, like Xavi, Iniesta against each other. But Kedira, these, these, I mean, yeah, Barcelona and I mean, Real Madrid don't really have you know that kind of legacy that was created. I don't think we have players that can meet up to that particular legacy enough for people to be attracted to an classical. But I mean, then again, I mean, I, we still have people that are diehard fans of both teams. We still have people that want to keep supporting their teams and want to keep watching the games. Um, when it comes to competition, I wouldn't say it's as competitive as before, but I mean, like Max said, good game. It was a good game today. Looking mm-hmm. about winning to two goals, mm-hmm. by two goals. And I mean, comparing that to a Liverpool Man City game right now, and com- looking at where Liverpool is at right now, I mean, their pride was just brought down. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sir. Exactly. Their pride was just brought down, and I mean, they would definitely want to kick back up, you know, and I mean, with City. Suffering that blue when it comes to the Champions ban, League, the Champions League ban, and I mean, I mean, you know how Guardiola is—he's always mostly filled with rage when things don't go his way. I mean, two things like that—that that would definitely be a clash. So, I would say yes. I would agree to a degree. Eugene, what do you, what do, you, what game do you feel is the biggest game in world football right now? Um, I still think it's uh, I said I still think it's Madrid and Barcelona because. <clears throat> I mean, even though we still don't have the Javi, Niesta, and Co. that K was saying, there are still good players that you can watch out for, for in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in Madrid, we still have the Hazard, even though Hazard was injured. In Barca, Messi is still there, and he's, he's the best player. Like, if you're going to be sincere, that's so even though I'm a Ronaldo fan, Messi is still the best player. So, 
I still think Madrid versus Del Clasico. And let's not forget, before this Javi and Co came, they, they still had other players, Ronaldinho and Co that were still in Barcelona. Yes, and other players, Zidane and Co that were still in Madrid. So that, that, that fierce competition has still has existed like since way back then, before all these players came. And even if you watch the game today, that, it was still there. Mm-hmm. It was still, just that Madrid was good today, but it was, Barcelona too was good in the first half. But that competition was still there. That, that, that El Clasico feeling was still there. Let's go into the game. Do, do we feel Barcelona are too dependent on Messi? Because Messi had one of his... I mean, Messi has not scored in the last four El Clasico games. And he has one of his worst games in a, in, on the football pitch today. Do we think that's why Barcelona was sapper? Because Barcelona was not the Barcelona we see the Barcelona of 2012 today and the Barcelona of 2014 today. Do we think that was one of the effects of it? They are too dependent on Messi. Well, I watched the game and I think um, Madrid just cornered him. Mm-hmm. Like, they made it hard for him to be that Messi yeah. one. Casimiro, yeah. Casimiro man man the yeah. whole time, yeah. And Madrid were tactically disciplined. I don't even know how they lost. They lose to games like Celta Vigo and Co. I'm like, if you watch this game, they were so good. How they played, how they, how fluent they were, and how fluent, sorry, they were, and how like, how their passes were going and stuff. They were really good. So and with 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 Messi, Messi and his Barcelona. I don't think they've been that team for like two, three years now. I mean, let's look at Champions League. They've been won it in a while now. Yeah, they've been kicked out and three times. People mm-hmm. might not realize it, but Messi was really messy because he had Xavi and Iniesta giving him like solid passes, assisting all this back and forth play. You get on training, but now these players are not really there in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. That's why it's making Messi like that's why it's making Messi like kind of like suffer. Mm-hmm. You get it, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yeah. And and uh, I think. <clears throat> Most people kind of said Tony Cruz was their man of the match. Who do you think was your man of the match? Uh, I haven't so. finished finish the game, so like, so you wouldn't really like, yeah. yeah. I, had, I, had, I always, um, I'm critical of this guy, Junior. Vinicius? Yeah. 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 But I mean, I heard it was decent in the game. It feels good. He scored a goal, so. Yeah, yeah. And okay. the second half, he stepped up really well compared to the first half. Right. Yeah. 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 The. I mean, um, the reason why I mentioned people kept saying Tony Cruz's vision for Vinicius goal, you know how he trapped the ball and then Vinicius was standing still and he's like, yeah, I, I didn't see you didn't see it. Yeah. yeah, so he trapped the ball, Vinicius was standing still waiting for the pass to the um, true line and he was like, go forward. Like he pointed, go forward. And so as Vinicius started running, he put a pass through and Vinicius was in for the goal. And people were saying, that was what they missed on Wednesday when they lost against Man City because he did not start in the Man City game. Do we feel the Real Madrid team right now without Ronaldo is dependent on Tony Cruz? Because I mean, Modric, we understand Modric has been one of the worst players, one of the worst Ballon d'Or recipients of all time. But do we feel the Real Madrid team right now depends a lot on Tony Cruz? Do we watch that game often enough to make a complete? I don't think they are dependent on any player. Yeah, yeah. Madrid, unlike back then where they were like passing the ball to Ronaldo, I think now they they are like playing as a team more. Mm-hmm. Well, back then they played as a team, but I think now everyone is getting the ball. Like, <laughs> getting to get the, the ball. Yeah, it goes to 
Well, Vade, he goes to Hazard, he goes to Benzema, he goes to like Sergio everyone. Ramos is like a penalty. Yeah, he even took a free kick today, yeah. Kick, like. So you see, so I think everyone is having a play. I mean, I was thinking, yeah. why is Cruz and Modric and for he has Sergio Ramos behind the free kick, but he's, his penalties have been working. Benzema, for those who watch the game today, rates Benzema as a striker. I know there are things like defensive strikers and stuff like that, but Let's rate him as a striker. What do we think of him? Okay. Um. So like the little time I saw of the game, I thought he was slow on the ball sometimes, but I don't know. I I didn't see that. Well, I saw him like just a glimpse, like one or two times. Mm-hmm. But he was slow on the ball those times. But aside that, I don't. I don't. I don't really you know. You don't really know what. What about you, Eugene? Based on the game and how it went down, and I think Benzema kind of played a role. He. He was good when he came to running into positions, but then finishing was terrible today. I would say that, I mean, on the counter as well, he tried his very best to try and run into positions that would get them going on the counter. But, I mean, today I would say that Benzema didn't do the best to his potential. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's been the issue. A lot of people have been complaining that Benzema, um, at the beginning of the season, he's always really good. And then halfway into the season, he just dies off. And that's one of the things that is costing Real Madrid too. They believe if Real Madrid was to get a more potent striker who would deliver on a constant basis, their team would improve. But let's not let's not spend too much time on Real Madrid and just one more point. Yeah. With Benzema, I just wanted to add what I was saying that today, although he had chances to shoot, you see that he was always kind of close down mm-hmm. based on like the positions he was in to shoot and stuff like that. I mean, naturally, you wouldn't expect somebody to score from that particular position, but mm-hmm. with his then again, you would single him out for every other average striker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just the confusion with Benzema right now. Is he good? Is he not? Talking about Benzema. And, and potent strikers. Let's go to Liverpool with the three. Well, also the two potent strikers and the one defensive striker. Yesterday's Liverpool loss against Watford. Uh, I don't know if we think it was a fluke. I don't know how we describe it. I'll just let you guys give your take on it. I don't really know what to ask. I think no one prepared for that. I mean, like, um, I was. I watched. Uh, um, other reactions or like post match conference mm-hmm. and um, club like they point someone even pointed out like he wasn't even himself after, you know at the second part of the match second half and during the post the post match con- like conference when he was speaking mm-hmm. to the reporter like you know it looks like this the soul is sucked out of him you know like mm-hmm. He was like, he felt his, someone was like, his body, his, his body language, body language just wasn't like it was. And I know like, it, it seems like a net, a net picking, like everything he was doing mm-hmm. after the loss. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, it seemed like the whole, even Van Dyke was, I know. Yeah. People keep blaming Novren for yesterday's game, but the errors all came from Van Dyke and yeah. Arnold, Alexander Arnold. Yeah. So. Is it that people don't want to blame them because they've been their best players this season? Or Lovren was just that horrible? Correct me if I'm wrong, but Lovren was supposed to be playing a more, let's say, right back position, right? Well, in yesterday's game. Not really, because I mean, okay. Alexander Allen was there and Robertson was there, but he was more towards a centre back, a right centre back position, yeah. I just feel Watford just had a good day, that's all. 
for that particular day because I don't think Liverpool's game was too bad. Um, Sa is somebody that kind of has talents, but then occasionally his talents kind of just burst out and then it affects the way he's playing against. That's exactly what he did against Man United when, I mean, during the first leg of the season. Mm-hmm. When he lost 2 0 to Watford. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sal was like the playmaker in that game. Yeah. Same thing that he did, scoring two goals and assisting Dean his last goal. So I just feel like he was on top of his game that time. There have been other times where he has missed critical chances that you'll be like, okay, this striker is just not, not for Watford. Mm-hmm. And then I think the coach just keeps beating him. But um, Watford's coach, um, the former Leicester coach, this, his first game as a, as a coach was against Liverpool, right? And even though Leicester lost that game two 0 anyone who watched that game knew Liverpool was like we're lucky because Leicester literally played them, created chances. Sa was missing open goals. Literally, all he had to do was kick the ball into the net, yeah. and he was falling over the ball. So does it mean Liverpool have an issue with teams that play like Watford? That play kind of like the man-to-man, strong, physical. Because the loss against Atletico Madrid. Who also plays that kind of physical man-to-man kind of football and then hit you and then defend hit you and defend did he struggle against that uh oh wait we're going to say something i think it was coming liverpool we work with city even if you watch the match against west ham they yeah that kind of had to come back yeah. to win that game and i mean i don't even know like it was coming they, these players were getting tired it's not easy to um, have that invisible Whatever <laughs> in this modern Premier League, yeah. Arsenal drew like 13 games or so, yeah. 12 games, 12 games. I think even Liverpool has done way better. They've lost one, they've drawn one, they've won everything. You get it? So, I don't even know why people are making like Liverpool is kind of like going down now or something. This you can see, you saw the pass Alexander not gave. It was like Trent will never do that. These players were tired, like it's not easy keeping up to that team consistently yeah. for like yeah. since January 2019. They've not lost a game. Come on, it's not easy like that. So you can't use facts to say, you can't say, okay, maybe this and that. No, it's just normal. When I know how the Liverpool trash out for it, let's be real. And I mean, Atletico will be coming to Liverpool, but I know Liverpool also trashed Atletico. Please don't mark my words. No, like, so, me, I, I, I trust club on something. Liverpool trash at, Atletico. Maybe. And. <laughs> Mark my word today, Liverpool trash like two zero. Do you want us to do quick predictions? Have you ever used it Two weeks. I had that I remember people making the same conversation with Atletico versus Madrid, and so what Madrid did to them. You get it. So let's not. Atletico is. They were just. They were just like kind of like lucky on that day. Mm-hmm. In their home ground. Yeah. But I think in Anfield, Anfield is a different atmosphere. You can you you will say I come to defend, but it's a different thing to the crowd alone. That's Anfield. But I believe I could trust Atletico. I agree, I agree. Because the West Ham game was a goalkeeping two goalkeeping errors. Mm-hmm. Liverpool didn't have won that game. So it, it's it's been coming. Yeah, it's they been are coming. tired. They are yeah. tired. And their last three or four games mm-hmm. they've been struggling. Yeah. So it's been question. coming. So yeah. I have a quick question. I think there's a special trophy for an invincible. Um, so, yeah, I heard you get like you get different, a different medal, medal and a different trophy. trophy. Yeah, you get a, a gold trophy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if that's. I'll just. tweet yesterday after the game just shows that. And that's what Asna can celebrate this decade. Yeah, that's <laughs> And the way Asna fans were so happy. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in this decade. 
That was the last decade. In fact, the last two the last two decades. I don't know Arsenal fans are happy. But, but, but Arsenal's invisible record was broken by Manchester United, which is understandable. Chelsea's invisible record was broken by Manchester United, which is understandable. Liverpool's invincible record was broken by Watford. A team in the relegation zone. Now, that is not understandable. And I think that's where a lot of people have issues with. So, um, we own Liverpool, do win the trophy, right? I don't, I, don't, I don't think anything will happen. But do we think yeah, the season has been ruined because they lost that game? Do you think the trophy is not going to have that mean, meaningful, well, meaningfulness to them? Because of I think if I think we, the question we should be asking is whether or not their form is going to decline or consider declining after losing two games in one week. I don't think Liverpool is even going to lose three games. Plus, they didn't even lose two games in one week. And if you lost, I mean, they lost, 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 lost games before, right? In the Champions League, Napoli. And yeah, Napoli. Napoli. Just Napoli. It's just Napoli. They only lost since since last January they only lost to Barcelona that um, three 0 and then Napoli and then um, now so since last January for a whole year plus they've lost just three to four games and that's so impressive I mean mean, we are not counting we are not counting about their pride I mean if you are shooting for something it's just like. I don't think Klopp was shooting for that. Yeah. And, 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 and disclaim, said, disclaimer: We are we are not counting our listeners. We are not counting FA Cup and Carabao Cup because I mean, no one really cares about those right now. I was really kind of cares. That's only come you can win. Then you have Premier League and the Champions League. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Eugene, keep keep talking. Oh, I was saying, um, if if we listen to Klopp's previous um, interviews, he he was like he. He doesn't really care about the invisible. He takes each game, game by game. Do you get it? That's what they are saying. Van and Dijk said he didn't care, but he tweeted after the drew at United. I mean, that at least we are still unbeaten. Yeah. Next game, would we'll, we'll come back. So they care. They are just making it like no, it wasn't a big just like, the thing just like See, how I see it is this. I don't think they expected to be at this level that they are at. The well, for the, kind, for the kind of players he has, I don't yeah, think, think anybody last season, not this season, Last season, anybody expected Liverpool to do what they've done they true, with right? the kind of players they have because they don't they don't have a Ronaldo and Messi. They don't have, nah, they don't Salah have that is life. not. If you are playing video game before this season, if you were mm. playing FIFA, you would never go and buy Salah. <laughs> or before last two seasons, <laughs> yeah, you, you never buy. You don't buy money. You don't buy Van Dijk, right? That's, that's so with the players he has, you, let's go for the last three years. Mm. For the last three years, they've been to two Champions League finals. They've gone almost a beating for a year. They've won one. So. For this couple of players, that's that's that's. I don't think this season they were expecting to be go to go unbeaten. I feel like they were shooting. Are we so? You can continue. I apologize, listeners. We Corona is not ready. All right. So what I was saying was that. Um, I don't think I think their goal was let's win the league. But I don't think they expected to do so great with the format. Mm-hmm. So when the momentum was built, they kept going. It's just like you play uh, what do you call it? Uh, that that game, I'm on a spoon. 
and then you walk with it across a particular distance and then you get straight face, nothing like that. It's like me, I don't I'm very good at it. I'm like, okay, let me go, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've gotten halfway. My momentum is built. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, I think I can do it. I can get to the end. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get to the end again. And then some password comes to not be a thing of mine. I know. I like two games. There were two games away from saying we won the trophy without getting beaten. Yeah. At least we won the Even if they were beaten after that, they could have been like, we won the trophy without getting beaten, so we don't care anymore. Basically. But now they can't say that because they basically that, that that is what was happening. I mean they got to a point where they felt like okay, I think we can go on beating and then become the next and maybe do better than their record. You know, but then I mean that's I mean let's face it, even even if Liverpool loses two or three games before the season end, they'll still get more points that, that that's yeah. not going to their And they maybe have the highest I mean, yeah, they're on course to get 100 and something exactly. points, which breaks the Premier League record. Right, well, that's the thing. So, I mean, they can they still have records that they can beat. I mean, then again, in football, records are being broken every every other game. So. Talking about records, so yesterday they wanted to be the first team to win 19, 19 straight games. Yeah. 20 or 19. 19. 19. Okay. So, City was the in their um, Centurion season won 18 straight games. Mm-hmm. Liverpool had won 17 straight games and then United broke it with a draw. And then they, I mean, congratulations to them. They've done, they did it twice in a season and then they went again a full 18 games of beating and so if they had done it though i mean they would have been one of the greatest teams in the in premier league histories but i'm glad it didn't happen but still i mean nobody's catching i'm glad it didn't happen they're winning i mean the only thing that was broken down like you said is their pride and i mean the teams that had the chance also would move up who are in the top for all of them kind of slacked this week i mean i don't know city city i think city talking about top four Let's briefly talk about the four teams in the top four race. Chelsea, United, Wolves. Please, let in the top four. Thank you. Please, we are fit. But you're not, it's not top four. Well, I'm not talking about the four teams. I mean, let's face it. The fight for top four. Fight for top four. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Because I mean, let's face it. Liverpool, 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 Leicester, Liverpool, Leicester, City. No matter what happens, they are the top three. No matter what happens, Liverpool, Leicester, City, so, Leicester, Liverpool, Leicester, City, so really that they will make it to the top four. But that fourth position uh-huh. is where the question is. <laughs> you have Chelsea, United, Wolves, who is currently um, six, joint points with United, and then you have Tottenham Hotspur. Let's let's briefly go over these four teams. Starting with Chelsea, can Chelsea win a game? Win a game, only mm-hmm. they can. Hmm? Can they win? Again? I mean, let, yeah, they won against Tottenham, but this Chelsea team is yeah. struggling for wins. You've had like one, you've had like four wins in how many games? You haven't won probably six games since last November. What's the issue? <laughs> the issue is the same Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> is Lampard just not a good coach? Is it time we start talking about the fact that Lampard is just in over his head? I believe, I don't believe that that's the situation. I just believe that it's just lack of experience from our youngsters. Um, I mean, at the, at the second half of the season, almost every team kind of gets to the weary stage of the season. Everybody's struggling to make it to the end. That's basically how it plays out. I mean, our young boys haven't really gained much experience to be able to contain their momentum from start to finish. So, I mean, that, I would expect that something like this will happen. Clearly, why right now he's playing Giroud. Giroud has experience. Giroud has been bench all semester. I say all semester. <laughs> all season. Giroud has been bench all season. And definitely, he still has energy. He hasn't really had any major injuries throughout the season. 
mostly because he hasn't had a lot of playtime. He was introduced on the field, and then I mean he did prove himself, mm-hmm. you know, in I think two games ago. Okay, so is it inexperience or the coach selection? Like, there's not about the coach selection. The thing is that the coach, the coach doesn't really have players, reliable players, if you know what I mean, that are fit enough to play. So, by your coach is choosing Abraham over Giroud. So you are saying Abraham is more reliable. Let's say in the first half of the season, yes, he has proven to be reliable as compared to Giroud. But in the second half, we cannot rely on Abraham fully, mostly because one gets into the, end of the first half of the season, you saw that you could see that performance was going down. Was any, like, smart, was, any smart man being would not depend on Abraham for anything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know I mean, Chelsea. I mean, listen, Chelsea literally listen. fought for the transfer ban, got a ban held out. Just buy a striker. Buy a playmaker and buy a striker. I literally mean, you had that money if you were able to spend 100 over over a million pounds on on a court case mm-hmm. and i bet they spend time 10 times of that because the, the lawyers they probably took to you for like high qualified lawyers right who take like a million pounds per case spend all that money get a ban off and you still don't buy anybody and keep mountain what's his name abraham how do you expect to win anything honestly i have no explanation for that but the thing is I feel you see, just, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, more, it's, right it's more decisions, poor decisions. Poor decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's face it, Lampard, personally, I feel Lampard is in over his head with this job. Uh, I mean, the not buying a player, it wasn't anything about Lampard's fault. You can't blame Lampard with that. Well, he had to put in demands. No, it was lifted, but I think he wanted a player. If you, if you watch um, his if, press conferences, yeah, he wanted a player, but just the board didn't get in on time or just give him what he wanted so you we cannot blame lampard for that january not buying a player at chelsea you don't buy the player and then when the transfer season has ended and it makes no difference to your season you go and buy zedge yeah i don't know why what was is that Zai, was Zai, why did people buy him he just wanted people to come in the summer yeah, because he's literally yeah, not playing yeah, for yeah, us he's injured right now yeah, and but I mean, I mean, again, I mean, that was not the most important place you could get to that's fail. That's true. Yeah. Thing. Why buy a winger? Do you really need a winger? I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like ZH is going to be playing a more attacking midfield role. ZH is, but good, but ZH is not a 10. He's not a, he, fine, he's not a 10. I get that. Because even in the Ajax team, they had a natural 10. That guy who's gone to eat I feel like ZH is going to be the kind of 10 that's going to be cutting inside, if you know what I mean. That's, that's so you're looking for a hazard kind of player? Kind of player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and wings back and now one thing I love about ZH is his accuracy when it comes to shooting. I mean, if he's able to get balls in maybe the 18 or a little outside the 18, those areas in the middle or central, I mean, he's very, very useful in such areas. And I feel like he's a good signing. ZH is a great signing for Chelsea at this point. The only thing is fine. Maybe he didn't get a striker. I understand that, but I mean, he did actually need to get a striker. I can see, like Max is saying, I I never heard of that break of press conference, but no, no, like it wasn't. But I don't think Lampard was the one saying, okay, see, yeah, exactly. okay, like oh, the you don't want ban to has been lifted. Okay, I'm no, I won't sign anybody. You, mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. It's the same with Ole. It's not like Ole doesn't want good players into the team. Mm-hmm. You know that it's Woodward. And the ball. <laughs> yeah. So it's the same. You can't. So you can't say that Lampard is yeah. the reason. I mean, and then again, I feel like injuries are also contributing to mm-hmm. to, to Chelsea mm-hmm. downfall right now. I mean, Pulisic with Pulisic gone, um, uh, Loftus-Cheek wasn't played all season. Who is a very very good central. Oh, he was back yesterday. He played yesterday. He was on the bench. He was on the bench yeah. yesterday. Okay, but I mean, that, like, clearly he's not fully fit to play. He was on the bench in a championship. Why not fully fit to play? He should have brought it in at least to start the game. Lampard is just making bad decisions. Seriously. 
Come on. Right now, right now, I cannot fight for Lampard. I can tell you that because Lamp- I mean, Lampard is just I don't know because he should you you can't you can't you be Chelsea manager and make, and make such decisions. I know. Are you serious? You can't be a Chelsea manager and not Wait, be Lampard. What, what decisions? I told you when we watched the Tottenham highlights, right? That don't compare playing against a Mourinho side to playing against Bayern Munich. You remember? We were sitting in this couch. I told you Mourinho will come to defend. Bayern would not come to defend. So if you're three backed work for Mourinho, it's not going to work on Bayern. And even the first half, if he was a good coach, he would know that even though Bayern didn't score, they literally were just walking around the path. They mm-hmm. had everything in control. There was no like, way Chelsea like, was threatening them I in any like, way. I feel like defensively, right? We just made some errors that actually affected us. That, I mean, that's how all goals came. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there are some there are some situations where actually defenders are put in a position where they cannot actually do anything about this particular. No, situation. I I I think it's because of the midfield. You think it was a midfield? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The midfield. You know the goal that this guy scored. Lewandowski scored. Yeah, yeah, the last one. Yeah, the last one. The one that Davis ran. I mean, that ball. I mean, if you if, if look, let's talk about this. Rich James. Uh-huh. Rich James. He's Rich good. Rich James is good. He's good. But he's that. not all that Chelsea is making him look like. Nobody is saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go on Twitter. You see what they are making him look like. I mean, they they try they try to at least. You guys hype up Bruno like mm-hmm. nobody's. Exactly. He's performing. Exactly. He's performing. He's performing. Let's be. 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 let us be I mean I feel like midfield in the midfield if we had if we had a strong midfield our defense wouldn't suffer you get yeah, yeah I mean I'll be honest Jorginho he gets missing in a lot of games like yeah. we, we watched the United Chelsea game together right you you, you were around Asked them when the game ended and then they were like Jorginho played. I was like, huh? I yeah. sat down for 90 minutes and literally did not see Jorginho in the game. Like I feel if we have if we have a good midfield, like defense will not because I feel like defense is always like um open and prone and prone to attacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defense our defense is always open and prone to attack. Okay. Kovacic is not the strongest yeah. like defensive midfielder. midfielder. And Kante when he's when it comes into play, he's can. always in a, in a like an attacking role, yeah. kind of. Yeah. There's no one who is protecting the defense. Jorginho, Jorginho's... Uh, I mean, the reason why Kante is playing that attacking role is because Jorginho is expected to be the, and Jorginho's the, recovery the middle is, between the yeah, defense and Jorginho's the midfield. Jorginho's recovery is bad. If, if one ball passes Kovacic, I don't expect Jorginho to like recover the ball. So how is he playing defensive midfield? Let's and like, and if the Jorginho doesn't see. cover the ball, I know then it, it leaves uh, Rudiger and whoever is playing with It's Rudiger. funny because two months ago, Chelsea were like, if Rudiger comes back, if Rudiger comes back. I think anybody said it. If Rudiger comes back. I said, what's that? I said the same thing like, Chelsea, like, fans always do that. Like, when when a player, like, they they expect so much from a player that yeah when he flops mm-hmm. want to want to want to like matches it 
You know, they're like, oh... All right, let's, yeah. let's move on to United. Uh, I mean, right now, if you're talking about United, there's only one person to talk about. Bruno Fernandes. He only has two goals. Eugene. He only has two Wait, let's, let's, let me, let me, let's let's let me yeah. ask Eugene a question. And if you get a Eugene, three weeks ago, when he was when he was bought, four weeks ago, when United signed Bruno Fernandes, mm-hmm. I told Eugene, you should just sit down and appreciate a footballer. What yeah, did you yes, say? That's that's the truth. I I just I'm gonna accept it. Initially, I didn't know he was gonna be this good. Was we've signed a lot of players that I mean turned out to be uh-huh. wasteful. But uh-huh. I mean, for the first time, I have to agree to something. He's Not the first time. Four games. Ah, if someone has only played for me, I scored two goals. What do you want again? Wait, hold on, hold on. So that that was the same phase we were in with Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham, same thing. You understand? When a player is when a player is like is good for like a couple of games, it's okay to like praise a player. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. Let's not compare. Let's not compare. I am not. What I was comparing was your your stance of like he's doing well, so he's doing well. We have we have to praise him. Yeah. I know that if it's not doing well, you're not. Yeah. All right, but yeah. let's agree that with Tammy Abraham, he was missing chances, even though he was scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But back then, it's because Chelsea was winning games, and so no one cared. Right now, he's still missing those chances, and he's not scoring. That's why everybody cares. Hold on. The thing is, I understand that Bruno Fernandez. I mean, fine. He's on top of his game right now. Last two games, he has scored in both of them. That's not the last. Last. last okay, last yeah, two games. Games. Two goals not games. Really games. Oh, One of the goals. Oh, no, no, no. So his his first full start, mm-hmm. he scored a goal and assisted two goals, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he didn't even see, count assists. He has only two assists the whole season. Ah, it's assists only two. Someone just played four games. How many does the winner get in the game? No, no, no. But the last one that goes now has an assist. Let's understand. No, let's understand something. The first game against Watford, three 0 he scored one goal and gave two assists. <laughs> the second assist was not given to him because uh, Martial's first shot hit the keeper and came back. Mm-hmm. Fine. The PFA can... He said he got two goals against Watford. He scored a goal and two assists. He against Watford. Against Watford. Mm-hmm. And I'm explaining the reason why if you check those stop, it's one goal using and one assist. assist. This is so because crazy. the PFA is counting it that because the pass to Martial hit the goalkeeper first before Martial scored a rebound, there was no the assist goes to the goalkeeper and not to Bruno Fernandes. But I mean, who made the goal? Who who made the run? Who made the pass? Who created that chance for him to score it? Like you don't need PFA to tell us it's an assist or not, right? Mm-hmm. Same way, the the Europa League. Did you did you watch that game? Mm-hmm. Tell me what you think. Forget this chance of Tell me what you think. Superb. You're superb. I think he's just um, signing up there. He's a star in the making. Yeah, he's, he's good. He, That's why United fans start with, and then when the player begins to become inconsistent, and then they all start dissing the player. Okay, okay, okay. There are so many players they've bought in the past. See, that Enos have made so much noise about. No, 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 no. Enos. Enos that have made noise about, but they didn't force. Am I lying? We bought strikers. We bought midfielders, they came around, we made noise. The, their first game, the first, second, third game, they lost. This guy, he's, even when he's not creating or scoring, his touches, the runs, yeah, the chances see, he's creating. He's creating so many chances that people are missing, that are not being counted as assists. You see that, like, um, that spark. spark, yeah, that 
consistency. Like, like every time he bad. touches the ball, his teammate is like, all of a sudden, United that no one was making runs, no one was doing anything. Now, if he touches the ball, you see everybody exactly. running because you know he will find you. Bobby. He's a Laona. He will find you. He will show you the way. I can't make my judgment on Bruno Fernandes now. I'm shocked. Like, I'm shocked. 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 He's on the bench against Tottenham, and at least he makes the the game against City. No, he's on the bench against City. Sorry, okay. this week, and then he makes the game against Tottenham next week. Do you think someone in the midfield currently should be dropped for Paul Pogba? I'll let the Chelsea fans go first because they'll give us an honest opinion. Who do we think should be dropped? You look at the United team now. Who do you think should be dropped for Paul Pogba to start? Rent um, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Right now, I, I don't think we should put people on the bench. To humble him a little and to like show him that come on. We know he's good, but I mean what Fred is doing well, you can't drop Fred. You can't drop Fernandez. Why don't you drop? McTominay. Well, you can't really drop McTominay. Too. Too is ready to and and Matic came back and all of a sudden we are getting cliches. If, if DJ didn't do what he did today, that was a cliche. Pogba will just come and jog and cover this in the field. But Fernandez is doing what we bought Pogba to do and kept spending money on other players to come and unlock Pogba. How much did you buy Pogba to, to unlock Fernandez Pogba for? to do? How much did you buy Fernandez for? 50 something million. Less than even. Less than for Pogba's price. And let's talk about how after we bought Pogba, we bought Fred, we bought who, who Matic, all these players just to unlock Pogba. And he wasn't unlocked. And we bought Fernandez and in three games, he's unlocking the whole team. <laughs> Sorry, I said I was going to give Chelsea fans a chance. I think you've said everything. You've already digested everything. Do you feel Pogba should be sold? Let him come back and let's see his... Eugene, do you think he should be sold? Yeah, he should be sold. We should cash... Cash, 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 cash in on him and yeah, I think we should buy a striker. Pogba and Digia. And then, because oh. Digia is, is dead. I mean, he, he has nowhere to go. Digia is dying. No, no but let's keep him. But he has saved us a lot of time. Even today, he saved us. You see, so. But, but, Sergio Romero is also doing well. And we still have the Henderson in Sheffield, who is who is on course to become England's number one goalkeeper in, in the Euros. But see, so we can also have that guarantee that Henderson will be that good when he comes to United. They are two different teams, with different pressure. You get it. So Sheffield true. is different. Though. That's true. That's but true. I think let's keep the gear. But we should sell Pogba. Let's open Pogba. Because yeah, like when I think of Pogba, I feel he's a liability. If we play Pogba, it's just going to cause commotion in the team because players like Matic, McTominay, and Fred feel they deserve to be playing. And I mean, most people say drop Matic, but Matic came in at a time when we were leaking goals, and all of a sudden we've got like eleven goals. He hit about twice today. Was it no one or twice? Oh, Matic. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, the first half. No, I watched only yeah. the second half. I think it was the first. I had the first half. We were on, we were on yeah. course to win the game. We were on course to win everything. This is it. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like I feel bringing Pogba into the game right now makes just puts. It's it just creates a uh, commotion in the team. The way these guys are waiting for us to lose, eh? <laughs> <laughs> if Fernandez goes like five years without scoring an assist, look at you. Bruno Fernandez. No way. You don't know. Hey. <laughs> We should sell for him. I'm tired of using him. He, we should we should sell him and then that his money. We should give it to you. Well, the more we delay, the more his value. 
It's probably depreciate. We should sign for like 18, 19 minutes. Just cash out. What's this? You guys can lose your next team games. Oh yeah, we are playing. We don't want. We don't care about. Who are we playing against? City, 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 Alright guys, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about moves and Tottenham, but we'll definitely we'll definitely talk about them next week if the 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 rate for the fourth position is total. I mean, this season the fifth position might become important, so yeah, they may be two Champions League spots. We've never okay. So since the ban was made, we never talked about this on the podcast. Let's let's briefly give it two minutes conversation. What do we think about the UEFA ban on Manchester City? Wait, has it been finalized? Is it like for yeah. real, for real? Well, I mean, UEFA has banned them. Yeah. I mean, Cars has to talk. And but Cars, we don't know what they are. You don't Who's know Who's Court of arbitration for sports. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We, we don't know their timeline. It's just like any court. You don't know the judge's timeline, what she wants to do. Okay, so, so, it's, so it's not like finalized in a way. Well, yeah, because yeah. you can always appeal it. Okay. If they put you in jail, it's, nothing is finalized because there's always a yeah, way to yeah. appeal it. Even with Chelsea, when they appeal, they were told they'll get one year ban and then they can go buy players the next year, right? So, I'm thinking with Manchester City's own, you can't say they won't be punished. They need to be punished. It means at least a season ban. Because what they did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And and if you watch Bundesliga yesterday, fans are complaining almost about the same thing about Hoffenheim's owner. He came, he used his millions to get them from like the top the um, third tier all the way to the first tier because he had money Hoffingham. Hoffingham. Oh, really? yeah. yeah and so the games the Bayern game had to be stopped because they called him the son of a the unveiled bands that called oh, the owner of Hoffingham and so the last 10 minutes of the game Bayern was just passing the ball around with Hoffingham players they, they agreed they wouldn't score just a unification kind of thing but it's it's something that like they need to talk about because money is ruining football you have the Arabians and all these people who, who they don't just have money, they have man, countries' money. And Qatar can buy what's what's what for today, and all of a sudden, what for we can primarily contend. And that's yeah. not right, that defeats <laughs> that defeats the purpose of creating an academy working all the way from the bottom. Chelsea did the same thing, but I mean, Chelsea's one is gone. We can forget about it. Ramovic did the same thing. That was years ago. We can't let it pass, but we can't let it keep happening. We can't let PSG and Manchester City and what was the third one? I think there's a third team that also was being financed. But we can't let these kind of teams do do this. We can't just because then literally money is money wins leagues. That's what we are saying right now. It's not about talent anymore. It's about money, and that's not right. I mean, no, the money pulls in the talent. Yes, yeah. but then, then you are saying to teams like Watford and you would yeah, never yeah. be able to win it, yeah. which is not right. Because even doing United and Arsenal's dominance, Leeds and Blackburn were winning Premier Leagues. So you need to create a situation where everybody will have the opportunity to win something. You can't come and stand there and all of a sudden buy David Silva, Aguero, Sterling, and, and City. They bought stars, Robinho, and they cooked their books. They lied about their sponsorship. It's not a matter of okay, the owner just had too much money and he was just spending it. Kind of like Ibrahimovic, own, he had too much money and he was just spending. It. He didn't lie about it. But with City, there was FFP that had been done, 
and then they lied about their sponsorship they arranged it in a way it looked different from the exact situation and so like they need to be punished it just has to be fair and if you guys want to add anything before we end the podcast you've nailed it in us thank you very much um the crucifier all right thank you very much shout out to fernandez <laughs> Bruno Nana. Yeah, right. You, you sir, when you're playing FIFA, it's not you see your star man. All right, listen. Don't forget to subscribe as you're listening. And next week, Duff. Oh, RBA is organizing the. Uh, we are celebrating Ghana's Independence Day on Saturday at the Cedars Women Lounge. Please be there. You don't have to bring anything. If you want to bring something, fine. That's on you. We would love that. But come, have fun, dance, eat, find a boyfriend, find a girlfriend, enjoy get life, married. get married. Hey, <laughs> it's Independence Day. You can you get to the story that you met them at an RBA Independence Day. Yes. Remove yourself from all shackles. <laughs> Be independent. <laughs> Be independent. Take care, and you hear from us next week. Bye. Bye.